why is it so hard to relax? It seems like it should be easy, but sometimes it's not. Today on Adulting, Harlan and I talk about how you can increase the time you spend relaxing and how that can benefit your life. Welcome to Adulting, the podcast where we want to adult every day. Download episodes at adulting.tv. Welcome to Adulting. I am Harlan Landis, and I am here as usual with Miranda Marquette. How are you doing, Miranda? I am doing well. How are you today, Harlan? I am doing fantastic. So today we're talking about calm. Take a deep breath. NPR reported uh, on a survey from the Robert Wood Johnson Foundation and the Harvard School of Health. Uh, so tell us about this article. Yeah, so it, they just reported on stress and they found, and th- this was done in 2014, and they found that many Americans have experienced a stressful event in the last year, like an illness or a job loss or something very stressful. Mm-hmm. But beyond that, according to the article, here's what it says. It says, overall, the factors that affected people the most included too many responsibilities, financial troubles, and work problems. But personal health problems and health problems in the family were also commonly cited. But I found that interesting that they said right up there was too many responsibilities. Mm-hmm. So a lot of us just feel like we always have to be going, 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 and we have a hard time relaxing. Yeah, you know, it used to be for me that um, I was able to just allow stress to roll off of me. And as I worked more for myself and had more responsibility, the, the less I was able to deal with some of the stressful situations that I was put in. So that was, that was something that I need to figure out. And for me, what I had to do uh, to find some relaxation was actually learn how to do this. And I went to a therapist who specialized in relaxation techniques and learned some valuable tips for, for dealing with stress in a way that I never really had to deal with before. So that, that really worked out for me. How do you deal with stress? Yeah. So, well, first of all, I think that it's fascinating that, and it says something about our society today that you needed to go see a therapist who specialized in relaxation to help you. I think that says a lot about our society that that's a, that's a thing that we need. Uh, But for me, uh, relaxation, it kind of comes and and goes. My ability to, to relax comes and goes. I really resonated with the too many responsibilities things. I have a child and the stress that comes from, okay, is he doing well in school? Is he going to be turning into a contributing member of society? He doesn't need to be rich or famous or anything, but you just really like him not to be a deadbeat. And <laughs> you've got that going and you're like, am I like ruining him for life? How much therapy is he going to need when he's done living with me? And all of this stuff. And it kind of piles on you when you're a parent that there's that aspect. And to a certain degree, I'm a pretty laid back parent and everything else. But there are days where I lay awake at night wondering if maybe maybe that very fact that I'm mostly laid back 
is what's going to cripple him for life. <laughs> and then it stresses me out. So, so you've got these, these fears. And a lot of the time, stress comes from our inner fears. And it also comes from the illusion that we have to do something or that we have these responsibilities. A lot of the time, we put them on ourselves. So as far as me learning to relax, sometimes for me, it's just a matter of just saying, okay, I am done now. And when I get too stressed, sometimes I just shut down. And I will go a day or two and I won't do work and I won't answer emails and I'll just sit and read. And sometimes my son gets his own dinner. So it is just the way it is sometimes. So how frustrating is it when you try to relax, but you can't seem to be able to get to the relaxation point? I mean, that's even more stressful than that just adds to your stress. Right. It turns into this downward spiral and that's just frustrating. Like you said, I mean, that just turns into frustration. And that's usually the point where I get to the shutdown point where I'm like, okay, I am done now. And I just, and not everybody has the luxury I have. I'm lucky enough with my career that I can work from home. I'm lucky enough that I have a 13 year old boy who can in fact make macaroni and cheese and fry eggs and do those things. And he knows how to get an apple out and cut it without cutting himself. And he can, I have a reasonably independent and responsible young man in my house who can make his own dinner if mom is having a breakdown in her room. So before we get to why relaxation is so important and all the benefits of it, I mean, we've talked about kind of why we need it, but we, we will talk about what it does for you and how it helps. What does it mean to be relaxed? Uh, how do you know when you are relaxed? I don't know. Why don't you tell me? No, <laughs> no. for me personally, feeling relaxed is just understanding that I don't have to do anything right now. And it's also just kind of a feeling of well-being and restfulness. Yeah. And for me, it really comes down to the fact that at any point during the day, I've got a million things running through my head in terms of what I need to be doing, what I need to be thinking about, um, projects that I'm working on, uh, people that I need to be seeing, and a lot of things, a lot of responsibilities get dropped because I just have so much running through my head. E even though I've, you know, I assist myself through writing things down and making notes and making a schedule and trying to keep things organized. I just feel like I am always having things running through my head. And it could be, you know, episode ideas for adulting. It could be other projects that I'm working on. It could be other businesses I'm trying to launch. It could be the foundation. Um, it could be uh, the Drum and Beagle Corps. It's, it, there are just so many things that for me, relaxation, uh, it requires eliminating all of these things from my head for a moment and just focusing on, you know, one particular thing perhaps that is just, you know, that, that will allow me to um, just uh, eliminate everything else from my mind and just have this, uh, just have a singular focus for a short period of time. Um, and it really gives, you know, it, it, it gets my energy back. Yeah, and I think it's interesting that you talk about so many things going through your mind and all of this stuff to focus on because uh, in The Guardian, neuroscientist Daniel J. Levitin pointed out that today's hectic pace of the world and then the fact that we're always connected 
it's hard to relax because we're always having to multitask. We're always connected to our email. We're always stimulated by the internet. We're stimulated by the fact that we can play games on our phone. We can check our Facebook statuses. We're supposed to be emailing this or answering this call or doing all these things and, and just, you know, and doing these things while we're, we're like, we do them while we're driving <laughs> and just all of these things. And he pointed out that that makes it hard to relax because we're always stimulated and our brains are always firing. Yeah, stimulation and distraction really is is what is um, you know preventing us from finding relaxation on a more daily basis. I've gotten to the point where I I actually have uh, a massage every. It, it has been every week in the past. I'm not sure that I'm doing it as regularly now, but it gives me a certain period of time where I, you know, my devices are all off and I don't have to focus on anything. It's a perfect way for me to relax. And it might be just the way I work. Um, but even when I find my mind wandering into some of the responsible things that I have to worry about, I just recenter myself during this period and you know during this massage period and i just find myself you know i I force myself to just move away from those things and focus on just the moment um which i think is really important for relaxation oh yeah for sure Mm, a massage a week i should try that yeah (laughs) I, i have to say it's not very frugal um but you know perhaps there are ways to make it frugal if you have a partner who knows how to uh, massage properly, then, you know, that's, uh, that's a good way to go. Yeah. That's a really cool idea if you have a partner. Um, but I've never claimed to be frugal. So maybe I need to revisit the idea of a massage a week or a facial a week or something. Yeah. I think something like that would, it really allows you to focus on yourself a little bit and, um, drop away from worrying about your responsibilities for a short period of time. Of course, they will be there when you, revive yourself and are sitting up again, you know, for a short period of time, this period of relaxation can, can do wonders. Well, the interesting thing too, though, about relaxation, and maybe this goes into the importance of relaxation, relaxation is once you've had that time to relax and reset and refocus, you're actually better equipped to deal with those responsibilities and the anxieties. Yeah, absolutely. Um, just just the idea of being able to clear your mind for a while gives you the opportunity to come back to a problem or come back to a responsibility with a fresh approach. Right, for sure. And that, that can be an important part of relaxation. Uh, and it gets rid of that stress because there are ways that stress can negatively impact your life. And, and what are some of those ways? I, I saw this when I was particularly stressed out, but um, even even though I was, you know, getting exercise, you know, stress can do damage to your body physically and you can, you can easily find yourself out of shape due entirely to stress. You know, maybe, maybe it's because you're eating more because you're stressed or maybe it's because you're exercising less because you're stressed. But regardless, it's it's stress that is causing this. And even if you are eating the same and exercising the same, stress is going to affect your body in ways that you need to do more to make up for. That's true. And we kind of one of the things I noticed was when I was working out and, and trying to become healthier, trying to lose a little bit of weight and some inches. Like when I stressed out about it and was like, oh my gosh, this isn't working the way I want it or really stressing out about it, the exercise, the diet, none of it was as, as effective. 
And I don't know whether it was because the stress made me blind to things that I was doing wrong or whether it was just the stress and the constant focus on how it wasn't working actually <laughs> made it so it didn't work. Uh, once I s- stopped stressing so much about it, I saw better results. Sure. And stress can affect your mood as well and how you relate to other people and how you act around other people. And that can have a, that can have a huge negative impact on your quality of life. Um, certainly if, if people begin to, have a hard time dealing with you because of your stress, um, you will find your relationships in jeopardy. Oh, for sure. Yeah. And there's definite also going back to the physical health that you were mentioning, there are studies that indicate that you've, you know, it can increase hypertension. It can increase other issues. It can cause heart problems if you have too much stress and anxiety in your life. Yeah. So focused relaxation, however you want to do it, will eliminate a lot of these problems that stress causes because it will regulate the stress a little bit and eventually give you other ways to remove stress from your life and thus uh, undo some of the negative effects of stress. Right. Yeah. So let's talk about some of the ways then that you can actually begin to relax. (laughs) Yeah. Um, Well, I mean, I already talked about massages, which I think works great for me. Um, It's so relaxing. You know, it just puts me in that place where I need to be in order to find some calm. Yeah. So uh, if if you can't afford to relax and you don't have a partner who can give you a nice massage, sometimes, (laughs) sometimes uh, part of what you can do is just unplug from those handheld electronic devices or computers. Mm -hmm. Um, For some reason, and I don't, I don't know if this is true for everybody, but for some reason, I find that just watching TV for an hour or two can be relaxing, but surfing the web or playing a game on the phone feels more like overstimulation. Overstimulation. Yeah, overstimulation. So kind of unplug a little bit. A lot of the time we feel like we have to be doing something and we can't turn our brains off. And a lot of that's just because we are, in fact, constantly doing something. So take the time to turn it off. Yeah, and stop the multitasking uh, in different levels of attention on different things at the same time. I think the benefit that you're seeing is from the idea that you can focus on just one thing, that thing being the TV for a little little time, um, and then just eliminate all the distractions like the phone going off and uh, the computer and getting emails all the time and just you know stop all of that for a second and just focus on one thing. Even if that thing is a little stimulating like television or even if that thing is um, you know meditation or massage, um, you know, I think that singular focus is what gives you the relaxation ability. Oh, for sure. And I like that you mentioned meditation that actually has really helped me. And what I like to use is guided meditation. I know when we think of meditation, we think of sitting by ourselves in a room that's quiet and just kind of um, for however long we do it. But I find guided meditation is very helpful because the guided meditation gives you something to focus on and it keeps your mind from wandering. And you can find guided meditations that range anywhere from five minutes to more than 30 minutes. And it's just very helpful to me. 
Yeah, guided meditation is exactly what when I when I said that I went to a therapist who was uh, you know who focused who isn't you know an expert on relaxation techniques. Guided meditation was one of her strongest you know one one of the ways that uh, that worked with me uh, most effectively. That my therapist provided some guided meditation that allowed me to take the immense amount of stress during a certain period of my life and and just you know focus away from that for a bit. Um, and I didn't start with the massages until after this, but you know, until that point, guided meditation really, really worked for me. And and we'll provide some links to some resources for guided meditation because I think that's, I, I think that is really one of the biggest keys to relax relaxing if you've never if you've never done it on your own before. And and that's a big thing for me too because I find even though I've been practicing meditation for years. I find that when I'm super stressed, just meditating by myself, even if I've got my meditation balls, the little chimes, I have a hard time focusing and my mind will wander on all of the things that I should be doing or I need to be doing. And it's hard for me to relax. And so guided meditation really helps with that because it gives me something else to focus on and keeps my mind from wandering. Yeah, one thing that I like to do when, you know, perhaps faced with the problem that's stressing me out or something specific is step away, take out my guitar and just focus on music for a little bit. Uh, you know, I have a musical background, so maybe that works for me, but I, I think that'll work for a lot of people if you just give yourself the chance to pick up an instrument um, like a guitar, figure out a song, play something that you've heard, or write some music, write a, write a short song, just do something musical for, for a little bit. You know, it's something that you can enjoy, and it activates a different creative area of your brain, and could be what you need to just relax for a little bit. And I really agree with the music thing because once again I'm I play the piano and the guitar and and so I find that very relaxing as well but even if you don't play an instrument turn on something you enjoy listening to and sing along yeah that that musical connection and just doing something you like listening to and just singing along can really help you as well and if you're alone you don't have to worry about how bad you sound I do that all the time because <laughs> actually sometimes I sing when people can listen to me and then I feel bad for them. But Aww. for the most part, <laughs> I actually find I enjoy when I have a couple hours to myself in the car, I will just crank that radio up and just sing. And it's a really great stress reliever. Oh, yeah. That's the best location for singing. <laughs> Everybody sounds great in their own car. That's for sure. Right. And something else, you mentioned doing something you can enjoy. Maybe it's not music. Maybe it's crafting. I'm not a crafty person, but lots of people like crafting, reading, cooking, physical activity. All of those things are things that you can do that require some focus and can disengage you from some of your stressors. Yeah, absolutely. Well, we've talked about massages already. You mentioned facials. Is that as relaxing as a massage? I like facials better than massages. It depends on how you feel about things, but I like facials because I prefer to lay on my back to laying on my stomach. And so I like just laying on my back and kind of drifting off to sleep. And a lot of the time with a really good facial, they'll go down your neck and do your arms as well. I like it better than a massage. So maybe instead of getting a weekly massage, I'll get a weekly facial. That sounds relaxing, I have to admit. How about just breathing exercises? Are there certain exercises you can do to bring your stress level down? Yeah, they've actually found that just even just taking a deep breath and letting it out, just that can help relieve some stress in the moment. When you're in the moment and you feel yourself like really tensing up, just kind of relax. And one of the things I did when I was learning yoga too was 
as you breathe in, you bring your shoulders up towards your ears and then you roll them back as you breathe out. And it sort of helps you loosen your whole body. And there are plenty of other breathing exercises that we can link to as well that can help you in the moment as you recognize. And that's part of it too, is you have to recognize, oh, I'm starting to spiral out of control. And once you recognize that, you can, that's when you can kick in that breathing exercise. There's a popular breathing exercise that, that really does work very well. And I like this idea. It's called four, seven, eight. Uh, basically you, Breathe deeply in for four counts. You just count to four while you're breathing in. You hold that breath for seven counts. So you just count to seven while you're holding. And then you exhale everything that you have inside of you over the course of eight counts. So it's four, seven, eight. Uh, it's relatively easy to remember. And uh, it, it forces you to take some time and focus on breathing in such a way that it is very calming and very relaxing. And it can even put you into a different state of mind. You just you just get to the point where you're in this habit, repetitive pattern of in for four, hold for seven, out for eight. And if you focus on that, you'll be able to uh, reach a different level of relaxation as well. Yeah, and I found that the breathing exercises really helped me. On Christmas Eve, I had a bit of an adventure <laughs> that involved me having to find a different train to get where I was going. And I was really stressed out. Normally, I don't let travel setbacks stress me out, but it was, New New it was Christmas Eve. I wanted to get to where my parents and my sister were. I wanted to get with my family. And I it wasn't going to happen because my the closest train that I was going to be able to get was not getting in until like nine o'clock at night and I was going to miss all the Christmas Eve things. And for some reason it was really stressing me out. So I took a deep breath, let it out, let myself like calm down a little bit and then started looking for like other solutions. I had some clarity and I was able to find another solution and I made it for Christmas Eve. Yay. Yay. <laughs> and, but that was because I stopped panicking because when you're in that stressed out panic state, you don't make good decisions. And you don't think through things properly. And it's hard to find that clarity because you're just jumbled up. And so taking the time to like you just breathe in and breathe out and slow down just for a couple minutes can help you find new solutions to your problems. Yeah, I think the key is really slowing down because we move through life so quickly and we always have so much to do and you know in when I worked in an office everyone would be walking around very briskly and they say you have to work with a sense of urgency and even if you have nothing to do just you know walk as if you have something to do and that was so annoying to me because I just it's so stupid but it's what people did in this particular in this you know every, every office has a culture so you have to kind of fit in with that culture or you're or you're seen as someone who's not quite getting it and doesn't want to fit in and move ahead so you have to kind of live that life and if that kind of quick pace is important in what you do you have to take time for yourself to just slow down and you know maybe you're walking briskly through the office with no purpose even though you need to make it look like you have a purpose but when you get to a point where you have a chance to be alone for a little bit slow down do some breathing and just stop needing to rush so much yeah, and I think that's really important is the slowing down. Too often we think we have to be rushing from this thing to this thing to this thing, and we don't. Yeah, uh, you know, a lot of times we do. You know, if you have, uh, you know, say you're a family with 
seven children and everybody's got to be moving to the right place at the right time for all the activities that everybody's involved in. Sure. You have a lot of stuff to do. Um, but look for those moments where you can slow down and balance it so that you are, you know, so you don't drive yourself crazy and you remain who you are. Uh, you don't lose yourself. Yeah. You don't want to become the crazy person <laughs> when you're ready to start relaxing and you're ready to just let go. What are some of the things that you can do now? I think the first thing is to find a time that you can set aside to work on something that relaxes you, uh, whether it's time for a massage, time for a facial, time for breathing exercises, time to just focus on TV to shut everything else out, time to just shut down your phone and not worry about who's contacting you all the time. Just schedule this time so you know when it's coming and you can look forward to it and it can balance everything else out. And it's got to be at least once a week. I don't think that you can have an effective relaxation if you don't do it less often than once a week. And and to kind of go with that, I, I think this longer stretch of relaxation, definitely once a week, but you should try and carve out at least 10 minutes a day to just slow down and just relax a little bit. You do. You really need at least 10 minutes a day. It'd be great if you could do more, but maybe we don't feel like that's possible. And another thing you can do is is find one of those breathing techniques because you can do that not just even once a day, but you can do it throughout the day. Any time, any moment you have where you don't have to be talking, you can be focusing on your breathing. Get into the good breathing habit even while you're doing work and it will just help you eliminate some of that stress. And if you like the 478 technique, you can stick with that or you can find another technique that works for you. Yeah, and while you're researching breathing techniques, go ahead and research some other meditation techniques. One of the things that I really like as well was you can download a, an app and it's like sort of this mindfulness meditation app and you can set it so like once an hour or every two hours or however however you want to set it up it'll do a little meditation bell chime at you mm-hmm. and that will remind you to stop and breathe and just take some, just take 30 seconds and download that app and start using it. <laughs> and you'll be, you'll be surprised at what a difference it can make. So here's a listener question. What do I do if I have kids? I feel like I never get a minute to myself because someone always needs something. I don't have any kids. So I think this is a great question for Miranda. So I get this all the time and I've had it myself. And one of the things that's made it harder now that uh, I'm a single parent, basically, okay, there's no basically about it. And now I'm a single parent uh, is that I don't have, if you have a partner, then you definitely need to talk to your partner about, Hey, I need like half an hour to myself. And when I was married, this worked out really well because my then husband was really good about recognizing that I needed a break and recognizing this. And so he would take care of all of the things, make dinner, get homework done, all of that stuff with my son so that I could have a break. Uh, If you have a partner, you guys need to discuss this and figure out how you can coordinate. Uh, Another thing to do is you know, save up some money. <laughs> if, if you need to save up some money and get a babysitter, you know, or join a babysitting co-op. They have those where you take turns watching each other's kids so that you can go out and kind of get some alone time. And when all else fails, lock yourself in the bathroom for 10 minutes and ignore everybody. <laughs> that's I, that's like seriously like the oldest parent trick in the book is 
lock yourself in the bathroom and ignore everybody for 10 minutes. And, and the other thing to keep in mind, if you have a, if, if you have an infant is you don't have to come running every time an infant cries. Uh, we talked to our pediatrician about this when we first had our son and he was like, you, you don't need to come running. If, if he's been fed recently and changed recently and in a safe place, you can let him cry for 10 or 15 minutes. Just shut the door and go do something else. And we already talked a little bit about, you know, when the kids get older and, you know, you have to shuttle them between activities and, um, you know, find time to devote to everything that your kids want to do. Um, You know, how do you balance some of that? So part of it is sitting back and saying, do you really have to do all the things? My parents limited us to two activities a semester. So, you know, during fall semester, I had, um, I had swimming and 4-H and that, that's what I did. And during spring semester, I had tennis and 4-H. And then when I wasn't doing 4-H as much, I, you know, and it went, when I had, when I was on the academic team, that was a year round thing. And so I had academic team and swimming and then academic team. And, you know, when I didn't, play tennis one semester, then I did 4-H instead. So that was kind of how they did it because they had five kids. And if we were all doing all the things, then that would just be ridiculous. Right. Yeah. And I I think what's interesting is, you know, kids, if they see, if they see their parents stressing out and running around and living this life with a sense of urgency, they will get into the habit of believing, you know, they'll believe that that's how you live your life as a stressed person. Um, so as a parent, you owe it to your kids to share with them these relaxation techniques so that they can see that they've got to balance all of the responsibilities that they have and that they will have as they get older with finding ways to relax so that they can handle these responsibilities. Otherwise, they will get into the habit of just being overstressed because that's all they see from their parents. Yeah, and speaking of getting older, if if you have older kids who can drive or who can help out with things, like I used to babysit for my younger kid, my younger siblings. Sometimes I used to babysit them while my mom just let me go to the grocery store by myself for an hour. <laughs> I mean, and I would stay home with the the younger kids while my mom went to the grocery store and just relax. And she found that. You know, she was out of the house <laughs> and doing something by herself, and or you know, driving them when they're old enough to drive. I drove myself and my younger sister to our swim practices because I could drive. So pay attention to that. And if you live in a place where there's good public transit, you know, kids can take public transit. Uh, I, I know kids who who know how to take a bus. 13 years old, they could take the bus. So thank you for joining us today on Adulting. Be sure to visit our website at adulting. TV for resources and give us some reviews on iTunes if you like what you hear. Uh, we'll be back next week. Please join us then. Thank you for listening to Adulting. Find resources for this episode or download other episodes at adulting.tv.